If you have the choice between being strong or being weak, I am sure you would choose to be strong. But what happens when our path to strength means walking through a season of weakness that requires waiting on the Lord to renew our strength? When challenges come and life gets hard, our strength starts to fail. It's then that the Bible tells us those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. So being strong doesn't mean never being weak. It means exchanging our weakness for God's strength. In this week's Bible study, we're going to learn three important steps to take to renew our strength in the Lord. Hello, beloved, and welcome to Beloved Women with me, Christina Patterson, where we equip women to learn, love, and live God's word. If you're new here, please be sure to subscribe for new videos. And for those returning, welcome back. Thank you so much for watching, commenting, and sharing as it truly helps us to reach more women with the love and truth of Jesus Christ. And for even more encouragement, I invite you to download the Beloved Women app where you will find unlimited beloved videos to learn God's word, grow your faith, and fill your soul. In order to get stronger physically, to prevent injury and promote my overall health, I've been doing a lot more strength training. My challenge, however, is that I'm not really that strong, especially my upper body. So starting a strength training regimen has been frustrating at times. I'm putting all this pressure and stress on my body. And since I'm just getting started, I'm not seeing very much change yet. I'm learning, however, that in order to grow in strength and increase muscle mass in our bodies, you must put stress on the muscles. This is what makes exercise very uncomfortable, but it's a healthy stress on the body that actually promotes the strengthening of your muscles and the increase of muscle mass. So to do well in strength training, you really have to have a mentality willing to be consistent through the stress to wait for the results that you desire. This is how you get stronger. And the same is true for our spiritual lives as well. Oftentimes, we run away from situations that make us feel weak. We want to avoid situations that cause us to grow weary. And sometimes we just want to quit. But it's our enduring and trusting in God in those pressures that increases our strength. Today, we're going to be looking at Isaiah chapter 40, verses 28 through 31 to learn how to renew our strength in the Lord. It reads, have you not known? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He does not faint or grow weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the faint and to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youths shall faint and be weary and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Much of the book of Isaiah is a prophecy about the consequences that the kingdom of Judah will endure for turning away from the Lord. Much of the Old Testament is the story of God's relationship with his chosen people who serve him and then turn away from him 
face the consequences of turning away from him, and then turn back to God. We see this same cycle in much of the book of Isaiah, as Isaiah is prophesying about the consequences that the kingdom of Judah will endure for turning away from the Lord. As we get to chapter 40 in this book, however, there is a shift from the consequences of their unfaithfulness to God to a focus on God's faithfulness to his people. Even though they will face the consequences of their actions, God in his mercy and grace still speaks comfort over his people. Isaiah prophesied the coming Messiah, Jesus, and he then goes on to share about the sovereignty and power of God. Have you not known, he says, have you not heard, he asks. He reminds God's people that God is everlasting. He is the creator of all. And even in all of his creating and doing and controlling, he does not run out of energy or strength or knowledge. If you read chapter 40 in its entirety, you see that there is a vast contrast that Isaiah presents between God and people. God is everlasting. We are not. God is the creator of the universe. We are the created. God never grows faint or weary. He has no limits. We have many limits. Now, this may not seem like a comforting message. However, in verse 30, Isaiah makes the connection between God's strength and our weakness. God has all these qualities and aspects that we do not have. And yet, he also gives them to us. We grow faint and weary. God does not, but God does give his strength to the faint and he gives strength to the powerless. If you are feeling faint and weary today, you may be wondering, well, how can I get a hold of this strength? As we take a look at the text for today, we're gonna learn three important steps that we need to take to exchange our weakness for God's power so that our strength can be renewed. The first step that we need to take to renew our strength in God is to admit that we are in fact weak. Note that the text reminds us that even youths grow tired and weary and even young men fall and faint. There is no one, no matter how old or young, that doesn't become tired at some point or that doesn't lose their strength. So what does this mean? This means that we all need God and not admitting that we are weak, not admitting that we sometimes run empty is to try to say that we don't need God or even worse, to try to say that we are equal to God. As the text reminds us, God is the only one who is limitless. He's the only one that the scripture says never grows weary or faint. Now, this may seem like an obvious step to take to admit that we are weak, but it's not always that obvious in our hustle culture. We fill our calendars to the brim unrealistically, hopeful that we can do more in a 24-hour period than we really can. We often think that we're stronger than we are because that's what we want to be. Instead of humbly admitting and accepting our limits, we want to rush everything and push ourselves to the limit when God never called us to do that in the first place. It's okay to admit our weakness and our limits and even embrace them, I would say. In fact, today's scripture reveals to us that God expects us to get tired. He expects us to run out. He expects us to get weary. 
So why are we so surprised when we find ourselves hitting a brick wall? Why are we so frustrated with ourselves when we don't complete the project or get done all that we plan to do on our to-do list or we have to take a break and sit down to catch our breath? Too often, we beat ourselves up for needing a break when God expects us to need those breaks. He expects us to run empty and then he's right there ready to fill us back up. If we want to fill up on God's strength, we have to empty ourselves of the false strength that we often like to betray that we have when in actuality, we're really struggling and we're tired and we're two seconds away from burnout. The Apostle Paul knows what it's like to be weary and weak. So listen to what he has to say about his weakness in 2 Corinthians 12 verses 9 through 10. He says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly in my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. It's when we're weak that we are in prime position to receive God's strength. God is not giving his strength to the strong. He's giving his strength to those who are weak, those who are weary. He's giving his strength to me and you. It's pride that's making us weak. It's our trying to appear strong and striving to be superwomen that's actually draining us of the strength that God is ready to pour into our lives. I can't tell you how many times it has taken me reaching my end to finally come to God and admit that I don't have enough and I need help. And it's then that things start to finally turn around. When we're not trying to be strong and be God, we can then get out of God's way and allow his strength in our lives and allow him to renew us with a new strength that comes from him, not from our weak and feeble attempts of trying to control. God is waiting for us to admit that we're weak and that we in fact need him. And he is ready to pour his strength into us when we do. The second step that we need to take to renew our strength is to connect to our source of strength. In order to receive God's strength, we need to be connected to him. Just like your phone runs out of power the longer it's disconnected from the power cord or its charging station, we too need to connect to our source of power. Jesus calls this abiding in him. In John 15, 4, Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. As believers, we are called to be fruitful, but many of us are weary and tired because we're more concerned with being productive with busy work and not a fruitful faithfulness to the kingdom of God. Production is just about getting things done for the sake of saying that you got it done. But fruitfulness involves cultivating, waiting, nurturing, and cannot be done without a gardener who is intentional about the type of fruit he wants to grow. We can't be fruitful without being connected to the vine, Jesus Christ, and the gardener, our heavenly father, who gives us 
all we need to grow. It's not enough to admit that we're weak if we want to get strong. We must also connect ourselves to the unlimited source of power that our God gives us. When we seek power from ourselves, it will run out. When we seek power from the world, it will be taken away. But when we seek power from God, who gives power to the weak, we have a source of strength that will never run out. When Jesus spoke to the Samaritan woman at the well in John chapter four, he told her that the living water he offered would never run out. It's the physical things of this world that will always run out, leaving us searching for more. But it's not so with God. We can always come to him empty and be sure to leave full. If you're tired and weary, I want to ask you, where are you drawing your strength? If it's from distracting yourself to avoid your problems or the quick rush of sensation you feel when you scroll through your phone or the temporary comfort of eating more than you know you should or things you know you shouldn't be eating or the quick fix of people pleasing until they are not pleased anymore, you will always end up with less than you invested and find yourself faint and weary. It's okay to be weary and weak. And as I've shared, God expects us to be weak, but we don't have to stay weak and weary. We can renew our strength when we connect to God. So how do we do that? We seek him when we are in need instead of trying to fix things on our own. We ask for his guidance and leading before we make decisions. We feed on his truth by reading and studying his word. The enemy is attacking your relationship with God because he knows you are weak without God. So he's doing everything that he can to distance you from your true source of strength. Connecting to God as your source isn't easy because there is opposition in the spiritual realm and many don't even realize it. Listen to how the apostle Paul connects our strength to spiritual warfare. Finally, brothers, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers over this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in heavenly places. The strength that we need comes from God, but we must put on the whole armor of God to stand against the schemes of the enemy. The enemy has a plan to disconnect you from God's strength and hopes to trick you into believing that opposition to your relationship with God means that somehow God is not true, he's not real or relevant. And it's all a scheme to strip us of our power in God and prevent us from renewing our strength in him. Our battle isn't against what we see and feel here in the flesh, but against the dark forces of evil that want to take our strength from us. Renewing our strength by connecting with God won't always be easy because sometimes we will have to fight for it. Sometimes we won't feel like it, but we can be sure that if we don't fight to stay connected, we won't renew our strength because God is the only true source of strength to our souls. This leads to the third step that we must take to renew our strength, and that is to wait on the Lord. Once we are connected to God, we must abide and stay with him to receive his strength. Many of us are weak Christians because we don't exercise the spiritual fruit of patience. We want to say one prayer 
and see results. Just like it would be unwise for me to work out one time and expect muscle gains, the same is true for every area of our lives, including our spiritual lives. Exchanging our weakness for God's strength most likely won't happen overnight. It takes time. It takes waiting. Now, waiting on God doesn't mean we sit and do nothing. It means we stop trying to control the things that only God can control and trust he will provide what needs to be provided, heal what needs to be healed and move what needs to be moved. When we try to do what's out of our control, we don't gain power. We lose strength. But when we wait on God, our strength is renewed because we're not wasting energy trying to do something that we were never meant to do. Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. Do you see the connection here between waiting and strength? It takes courage to wait and trust God, but it's in the waiting that we gain strength. Some of us are spending energy on things that God has not called us to do, and we're wondering why we're tired and weary. In the physical, we're like those that overtrain their bodies to the point that they injure themselves and can't run the race. There has to be moments of pause and rest so that strength can be built. As I'm strength training, I'm learning more about what it takes to build muscle, and it's more than just heavy lifting. It's eating the right things and resting to allow your muscles to recover from the stress that was put on them during training. The most important lesson that I'm learning is that muscles are not built in the gym. Muscles are broken down in the gym so that when you go to sleep and rest, it's then that your body builds your muscles back up stronger than before. In 2021, I went through months of physical therapy due to a neck injury. When I told my physical therapist I was having trouble sleeping at night, he became very concerned and I didn't understand why because I was going to physical therapy, I was doing my exercises consistently at home, but he let me know that sleep was important to my recovery because a majority of my healing would not occur during my physical therapy, but at night. When I was asleep, some of us are weak because we're not resting and waiting on the Lord, giving him the necessary time to build our spiritual muscles and make us stronger. Instead, we run and we go and we do to no end. And all of this is a lack of faith and trust in God. And I want you to know that I am speaking to myself first. It takes trust to wait on God and be still and know that he will do it even when we can't see it. It takes faith to go to sleep at night when your life is completely out of control. But the strength to soar and run and walk requires seasons of waiting and trusting God. So if you feel weak and hopeless and as though you will not make it one more step, I encourage you, wait on the Lord. Trust in him. Don't turn back and leave him. Don't try to keep pressing through and get ahead of him. Stand firm. Wait for him because although you can't see it, it is in this waiting that God is renewing your strength. Now, I would love to hear from you, beloved. 
How is God renewing your strength in this season of your life? Let's encourage one another in the comments. If you enjoyed today's video, will you please do me a favor? Will you share it with a friend? Because you just never know who might need some beloved encouragement today. And for more beloved encouragement, be sure to download the Beloved Women app available in the Apple and Google Play stores for unlimited videos to learn God's word, grow your faith, and fill your soul. As always, thank you so much for watching. And until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.